Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your weekly overview of precious metals and market updates. I'm your host, J.D. Bauman, and I'm here with my brother, Joel. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, Joel. Good to see you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday and good morning. J.D., how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm well. I'm going to Boston this weekend. going to go see some old friends. Hey, how was your trip to Universal? You had like a day in the park <laughs> without all the people. How was that? Honestly, forgot about it until you brought it up here. Yeah, I unlocked a little bit of my childhood, so that was it was fun. Butter beer and roller coasters. Oh man, <laughs> you're living the high life down in Florida. All of us. Well, you're going to Boston. I Boston's like up there is one of my favorite cities. So enjoy. Yeah, thanks. Looking forward to it. Well, um, let's jump in here now. Gold is trading at two thousand fifty-two per ounce. This is up twenty-four dollars on the week. Silver is trading at twenty-two sixty-five. It's down fourteen cents on the week. The dollar index is at 104.18, and the VIX, the fear gauge, is at 13.35. The big news this week was the core PCE inflation data that came out on Thursday. This is the Fed's preferred inflation measure, and this came out about at expected at 2.8%. Now, this is still above the Fed's 2% target that they've been setting for years and failing to meet, but it's reaching a point where investors are expecting the Fed to lower interest rates, and that's that's bad for the dollar and good for gold. So gold's up 15, 20 bucks or so on the news. Great. Joel, looking at the, the technicals, what's happening on the price action side? Yeah, still price action doing more of the same. Not to sound like a broken record, but the range-bound price action is still strong and true. Silver hovering between the low 22s to about 23. Gold still hovering above the 2000 price point. As you articulated, uh, there is that indication further validity will get rate cuts this year. Gold hovered up a little bit on the inflation data. But uh, we're still not out of the woodwork. Gold hovering up this week. It might even close on the highs of the week around 2055, if I had to guess. Uh, It doesn't mean that we're poised for the breakout just yet. Uh, We could get another week or two of this, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Any updates from the podcast? I'm looking at my notes here, and there's not much to share this week, so I think this is going to be a short one. Yeah, Peter had a lot to say about Bitcoin. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. So I know some people love those episodes. We don't have a whole lot to add, frankly, but it's worth mentioning some, some points here. Bitcoin is up roughly 40-45% on the month. At the same time, gold stocks are down double-digit percentages. I know on the week, they were down about 11-12%. This whole while, gold is is staying pretty steady. Yeah, Joel, do you have thoughts about thoughts about Bitcoin and, and all this volatility here? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know why Peter is so dogmatic about giving price action commentary. Because on something that has no fundamental basis, there's no cash flows to measure it. There's no intrinsic value. It's all perception and it's price on the margin. So whatever the next buyer on the bid is willing to pay, that's where Bitcoin's price will go, which makes it really interesting. I say this with a grin, but it means Bitcoin in theory could go up to price points of a million dollars. could also go to zero in a couple months. Uh, We're not saying, and we don't have a, a horse in this race on where it can or will go. We just understand that it's liquid. We've accepted it as payment since 2013. We were one of the first companies to accept Bitcoin uh, as payment as well as uh, you know other currencies that we don't believe in. 
aka the US dollar. But we take the funds, we allocate it into gold, and we still do our job. And Bitcoin is another free market fiat currency. It's liquid. We can exchange in it. We don't have to speculate on it, but we can still use it. Uh, as a medium of exchange, it doesn't make it money just because you use something as a medium of exchange. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why Bitcoin has to crash now or why it couldn't just keep going up further. And that's that's really all I'm going to say on it. Well, moving on to other news from the week, we had some Dallas Fed manufacturing numbers coming in negative again and some durable goods orders coming in negative. We're seeing some pretty negative signs on a lot of these fundamental manufacturing indicators, uh, especially since since COVID. Any other news on the week? I know you're looking ahead to some some jobs numbers next Friday. What, what do you see here as far as uh, relevant market data from the week or the week ahead? Yeah, the big announcement for next week will be non-farm payroll. Uh, if you remember last non-farm, the report that we got in February talking about January's numbers was a blowout number. I hadn't seen numbers like that. That disparity compared to the household surveys, and I don't know if ever, if not a long time. And so I'm curious what next Friday will bring. And uh, let's just hang tight and we'll see where the price action will go on gold. Do you want to wrap us up for the quote of the week and we can get on with our weekends? Sure. This is from Milton Friedman. He said, only government can take perfectly good paper, cover it with perfectly good ink and make the combination worthless. (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you again next week.